Comic Corner, episode 60, is recording in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Comic Corner is brought to you by Gateway Pro Productions. The show will begin after these brief messages. Hi, I'm Sarah, and every week my co-host Joe and I sit down and talk about some really crazy true crime cases. We are not expert investigators, just true crime listeners like you. So join us every Tuesday at 8 a.m. on Spotify and on YouTube. You may just help us solve a case. We need a jelly soul. Hey there, you lords and ladies of the Nerd Nation. This week's episode of Cop Corner. I am your host, Marcus. And I am very surprised. <laughs> um, damn. Um, sorry. Uh, turn, I turned the gain up and a little bit of the volume up, which are like the master volume, which are these two red lines that go up. So, you know, I was expecting that. I was expecting a little bit of a boom because they did sound. In the other episodes, I had it the same, the same amount. And then I, I, I was down, so like... We should also preface, like, okay, so something we should have kept in mind that we are in a smaller studio. Yes. So sound reverbs a lot quicker in this room as opposed to our last one. Yeah, I mean, it's, overall, it's pretty good. I mean, as like said, as long as I get the gain, as long as the gain is down, it should be all right. Mm. Like, that, so, yeah, so, even now, I'm so, seeing yeah, so we're in a studio, studio. We moved rooms around uh, the house. Yeah. Uh, for what purposes, I don't know, but we'll just go with that. Um, and so, again, welcome, boys and ladies in the nation, this week's episode of Comic Corner. I'm your host, Marcus. And I'm Mason Esquire of the Nally Court of Geekdom. And in, in aligning with the season, as in this, uh, this episode will be going out a few days before, uh, I'd like to wish everyone a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy uh, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, gonna... Robonica. What the hell? <laughs> You've never seen Futurama. Okay? I've never. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm gonna timestamp us, and we're recording this. We're recording this like thirteen days before Christmas. Almost two weeks. Probably. Yeah, almost Christmas is prior. Just so, yeah. So, I mean, if we don't sound holly and jolly, that's that's probably why. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a FedEx delivery driver, so you have yeah. to go with me. Like, you people destroyed me. Dude, you're gonna like, oh, if I get six days, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this, I'm like, which this one was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I delivered a 280 packages today. No, that's yeah. not even nowhere good. Like, all of, we're gonna get, all of guys gonna get slammed this, <laughs> these so, coming this week and next week. Yeah, so, in line with that, like, so, Christmas time, Christmas, I, Holly, joyous, jolly time of the year. Um, we're supposedly to celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Yes. Um, but most people have looked, they have just ignored that blatantly. I feel caught out. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's a time of giving and a time of receiving, mm-hmm. being there for your family, friends, other people around the world, like just to spread love joy throughout the country the nations all that type of thing and like that's like an everyday personal thing with people 
like some people do it on a daily, some people only do it around this time of year. Yes. Um, but like, it, it it affects many things, like the Christmas spirit, whether that be uh, Hallmark movies. <sighs> I've been watching too many. That's like, that is like literally since like October. What my family has been watching just Hallmark movies. I, my Hallmark? my mom and dad are terrible. Okay. But I got my uh, Bree sent me a meme that I sent to my mom and sister to call out my mom and dad. It's like, hey, here, let's. Like, <laughs> I, uh, it's just been Netflix movies. Netflix movies. I had to sit through. <laughs> wow. Uh, so. Yeah, so Hallmark movies, as along with, like, other holiday specials, um, or just, like, Christmas-themed episodes in all forms of media, uh, yeah. whether that be, like, the Christmas episodes of Doctor Who, where it's just, like, the one in particular I remember most is, uh, mannequins were attacking, or, uh, trees were brought to life. That seems nowhere near Christmassy. It's like, why are mannequins attacking people on Christmas Day? That's like the most terrifying thing on earth. Something, something always happens on Christmas Day, I swear, in that in that series. Okay, fine. Um, that still doesn't justify it in any way, in any means. <laughs> and then, like, obviously the Christmas episodes and, like, it doesn't get any cartoon, really, something like that. But then, like, also we have, like, the Christmas uh, episodes... I, the old school, like movies and such like that. Um, I can't. Rem- I can't think of like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Um, Wonderful Life. What? I can't think of what that one is. Uh, you know George Bailey. Um, Merry Christmas. Um, you know. Then, then okay. The other, I don't know what it's called, but the one with like Heat Miser and Snow Miser. Yeah. See, I, I Mr. never. Mr. White Christmas. Yeah, I never. Uh, I never had that. We used to watch the one thing we used to watch was the Santa Claus. It was the Santa Claus Home Alone? It's a Wonderful Life, and we couldn't watch them around the. Santa Claus time. has its own uh, series coming out. Oh yeah, like yeah that. Yeah, Tim Allen is reprising his role, but like kind of like giving up on like being Santa, which. I don't know how that's gonna be a whole series. It seems like a mini series, but okay. Well, I'm, like it's I mean like series is like because. Disney has done like six episode series of something. Yeah, it's because yeah, I guess so. That's because so, of Marvel. We're talking about Marvel, aren't we? <laughs> well, I mean, there's probably a continual thing that they'll do. Like, uh, so we got that going on, but then, like then, because you see him with like other Santas, like previous ones. Wow, that's really something. I didn't know there was. Uh, yeah, the, there's the, a multiverse, isn't there? No, they're like the, all like previous Santas before him. So okay, my thing is. Are they immortal? Is Santa supposed to be a demigod? Well, like, so, like, from the, those series is, like, like, it's kind of like a mantle passed on, but also, like, think, think the Guardians, Rise of the Guardians, like, that yeah. cartoon, like, okay. so, like, they need people to believe in them type of thing for them to be real, but, like, imagine that, except, like, it's a constant thing, like, they don't need somebody to believe, it's just, like, this. since the holiday itself happens, they're a constant, so, like, Mother Nature was there, Father Time, the Sandman, uh, the Tooth Fairy. Okay, so something like that. So like, like there, there's like a constant, but obviously, uh, in terms of like Santa, he's a human, so like he needs to actually. Is he supposed to be human? Just okay, I guess fine, well, fine, I mean, fine. Santa okay. was originally like a state toy maker named Nick. My thing was also yeah. Um, going back to it in the Marvel universe. Santa Claus is a mutant. That's all I have to say. Uh, he is also, Ultimate. Jesus Christ was a mutant inside the Marvel universe. <laughs> huh. 
Yeah. Because that one I didn't know. But yeah, Santa he, I knew. He's no mega class mutant. Yeah, he's one, one of the most powerful. And isn't he's evil, I think, too. No, he's not evil. Secretly, I thought he was. Okay, okay, anyways. He, I, he, I, he, I just don't think he likes the X-Men. Okay, I mean, I guess so, fine. But yeah, a lot of Christmas stuff is coming out. Yeah. And, uh, so, I... Uh, and so, uh, yeah, we've been talking all year about comic books, stories, and such like that. A lot of the things that we talked about could make great gifts. Granted, we're talking about this like a week before, so you... I yeah, mean, honestly. Like, if, if you go out and grab something that we have recommended, good on you. Like, holy yeah. crap. Uh, I mean, if you think about this, so many years, you could have went to Comic-Con and got yourself something like... Well, those, yeah. Like a Christmas gift, if you were more into that. I mean, keep it for like half a year. <laughs> Six months. Uh, I still I have your Christmas gift ready, just so you know. I have yours. It's not big or anything, but I mean, hopefully it's... Well, it's yours isn't big either. I just know that you'll like it. Oh, no, I'll definitely like it. I like Christmas for this reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, ham and presents is all I need. <laughs> like, next week I'll just throw it at you. Like, here. It's like, Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, uh... I, I, my family's not the biggest people to buy like get things for. Mm-hmm. Like I literally had my sister like send me a link to get my mom pots and like cri- like kitchen utensils because apparently she needed some new ones. Uh, I literally got my sister like some Funko Pops. That seems pretty dope, actually. Well, especially since it's like, uh, it's like the two thing. Like one, she mentioned like way before, it's just like you're the Funko person because you've seen my huge wall. Yes, we've seen we we've seen that wall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you have. I have. Like, not, not the viewers. I have like okay. So I currently have only like eighty six Funko Pops. Only he's this man sells in here and he humbly says I only have eighty six. Eighty seven because I actually did not count the giant uh, Deku Funko. That is un- underneath one. everything. Yeah, that and then I, also I, I, that, I okay. So whose is that Gundam one? That giant Gundam one? Isn't that is that Gundam? Okay. There's one over by near the door, or the stairwell where there's like, oh, that so giant I, one. Is that a Gundam, right? Something no. Like that? Uh, I, I, my, the two boxes that I did. No, I moved those. Um, so right next to the door are those. Those are actually my brother's Christmas gifts. They, it's a. Uh, Rita Repulsa and Lord Zed in a double pack from Power Rangers. Yeah, okay, that's And then ab- above that is the White Tiger Megazord from Mighty Morphin. That's what it is. And then also, and then so I have those pops for him, but I also have a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers sweatshirt. Like, God damn it. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, but I mean seriously, you have okay. Anyways, you said humbly. Okay, let's for comparison. I have I have F three. <laughs> in comparison, my boss has over four hundred. Uh, oh yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. So, a, uh. Uh, and then my other coworker has over like at least over two, like close to two hundred. I'll say. I mean, yeah, yeah I'm still working so, towards it. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, so there are two fungal pop- for my sister. It's a fun- like two actual fungal pops in the box, and then there's like this weird one of a. Uh, her favorite Disney character? Stitch, right? Damn, you're good. That's because uh, you bought her the one thing from Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah, based on that. Okay. Yeah, it's literally just Stitch on a present, and then there's a button that says, and the thing will pop out of his head that says, Ohana means family. Wow, that's really... 
we find this we should be finding this stuff uh, well the the two pops i go online i found the stitch thing at walmart okay For yeah 46 walmart specifically because they have two sections of funko pops 46 yes where are those hiding at uh you know where the cards are like they like, not like the not like the playing cards but like the cards for birthdays and such like that yes like so where those are look at the aisle behind it like there's a huge line of like a, a huge line of pops and some other stuff too you know that picture of that like avatar like box i sent you yeah that's where it was it's no longer there but that's where it was i feel like i just need to take you to 46 Walmart now uh, i didn't know this was okay so i don't go to 40 i don't go to 46 Walmart. i go to the one over on 41 <laughs> Rookie mistake. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry. That's the closest one to me. <laughs> the other ones, the other ones, like four or five miles away. That one's like three miles. I mean, like you know. And then my truck doesn't get the gas mileage. Once you, once you move sense. in, they're the same distance, basically. Are they? Yes. Okay, I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, then, 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 but then I'm gonna have an excuse to go to Kroger. Because <laughs> 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 I mean, it's literally down the street. I'm. True. <laughs> Granted, I usually just go to Walmart because, like, it's a quick trip in there once I'm off work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, and Walmart is generally tre- cheaper than Kroger. Mm-hmm. Which, actually, we just went to Kroger the other day, and it was uh, spent $150. Just on food? <laughs> two weeks. Yeah, for two weeks. Two weeks of food? Oh, one fifty. 150 Yeah. Okay, it's not too Don't bad. know how we did that. Don't know how we did that. 150 Yeah. No, or was it one... Uh uh-huh. it? I will let somewhere, you know. Somewhere I don't... between one twenty and one fifty. Okay, I don't know. I'll let you guys know. I don't eat. <laughs> well, I do eat, but I only buy. I probably eat one one meal a day, <laughs> and none uh, of those cook perfectly. Same, because I work most days. I only have, I only yeah, have exactly. to be there to, at night to eat. My thing is like it's it's either going to be a midday meal. With, like, probably something after work, like a snack, mm. or it's going to be, like, I don't know. Anyways, we're just stop talking about that. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> we got from Funko Pops to the grocery stores we need to go to, too. Uh, <laughs> my dad's literally just getting a gift card. Okay. Because he's a truck driver. Mm-hmm. There's literally nothing else I can give this man. It's like, I, I remember one year, though, like, like let's, remin- let's take some reminiscings, like, do some reminiscing. Um, I remember one year... Um, just to be a little shit, I wow. I gave I literally gave him uh, a game the Jacks game. Jacks like the game, yeah, like you like, like the like one you would play in the, like on the playground. The, uh, <laughs> why? Like the spikes, the like, yeah, why? Because like, he would have played that more as a kid than I ever did. So it's like here, like, <laughs> I was a little shit that year. <laughs> Here's, yeah, it better been like adult, like it better been like metal jacks. <laughs> it was. It was. It was metal jacks. Okay, okay, so that would that put the quality up there, but why? <laughs> it still put the quality up there, but why? I don't know. I, I guess I just wanted to make him feel like nostalgic no. or something. No. <laughs> uh, uh, so that, that was the like funniest thing I ever did, but like uh, like the funniest gift I actually. It wasn't a gift. It was a funny experience that I will I will explain in the second half. But also in the second half, we're actually going to go into the main reason um, for this episode is we're going to go into Christmas storylines in comic books. Whether that Marvel DC, we're going to combine that together in the second half. 
but I will explain the story because I feel like it needs to be shared. But we'll be right back after these messages. Like, we have all the time in the world, man. <laughs> we'll be all right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Armors Block, which is brought to you by Gateway Pro and Blue Code Arms Company. No matter your era, we got your six. I'm your host, Hootie, along with Joe, and we will talk about everything gun and what to do with them on Thursday mornings at 8 a.m. So grab a beer, kick your feet up, and enjoy the show. First half, it was more like utter ramblings of reminiscing of like what Christmas really is, and like stuff. Some of the stuff it uh, has influenced in media, such as like shows, cartoons, all that. Like really, like because there is no really like Christmas themed like show, like year round show. What do you mean, like Christmas themed year round show? You mean like a show, like just based on Christmas? Well, I mean, well, yeah, I kind of like on the base and like. I don't know. Like, I feel so, like there would be one. Okay, so uh, think Groundhog Day, except yeah, so it's a, it, it's the same day, but in a sense, but it's a different like. So instead of like, repeating the same day over and over again, yeah, every day is just the same holiday. Every day is the same, same holiday. So it's like it's Christmas every day. It's a different day, but it's still Christmas. So instead of repeating the same day, you repeat the same are you, holiday. Are you trying to are you trying to pitch me the premise of a show? I guess. <laughs> How are we feeling about it? I don't know. Okay, so I feel like it would get old really easily, but I would actually like to see it. No, so, That's my only thing. It would get old so, pretty pretty easily. No, no. Okay, but it, it's actually it has a lot of potential to go have multiple seasons for different holidays. holidays. Like it, it, it's like a time loop type thing. Where okay, so let's okay. say let's say the first one is New Year's, and like the first person to figure out is just someone who finally does not drink excessively. Yeah. It's like wait a minute, why are we celebrating New Year's? It's it's freaking February fifth. And then he figures, like, ah, how to break it. And then it immediately goes into, like, the next major one, which I think is Valentine's Day. So he breaks it in time right before the next holiday, and they sent, like they have to deal with it. It's centered around a different person. There is a show like that. Oh, it wasn't like that, but I'm thinking it was kind of like, no. I'm going to say compared to Quantum Leap, which was about a guy, a show in the 80s, which was about a guy who basically he goes through different different times in history random times in history portraying different people and how mm. and he influences their lives like that but you know it's kind of the same thing kind of not so i think i think it would it wouldn't get old really easily if you can if you like cap the shows at like eight episodes maybe like but if you went to like 13 episodes i think it would get old pretty easily yeah well it depends that. like because i mean like maybe like have multiple days per episode or like one episode be a single day as like there's so much things going on yeah uh, like almost like like it's it's a mystery in itself. It's just like what's causing this, and then finally when they get to like Christmas at the final season, or like yeah. the final episode type thing, however it works, um, it's just like, uh, this like, uh, like the like a whole appears. God stands out. It's just like you did great. 
slap him in the back, flicks him in the forehead, uh, and it like starts again. <laughs> yeah. Oh so my gosh. It, it, it's a continually running show. It's just like, but like, it's so like at, it's a complete loop. Not like that. Okay, so that was really off topic. Yeah, but I'm but very proud really of good. it. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, so yeah, uh, funniest joke I ever did for a Christmas present was give my dad jacks um, at like, l- note, I was in my teens when I did this. <laughs> I was in my teens. My um, God. <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't remember, I'm almost 26. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> Your birthday's not far off. Uh, is it, it's still a little over a month. A little, yeah, a little. Whoa, you got defensive right there, my man. <laughs> I, know, I, was just, I was just saying it's like a little yeah, over a month. A little bit over um, a month, yeah. But so this happened a couple. I uh, said so we're in twenty twenty two, three little over three years ago. This mm-hmm. it was in November of twenty nineteen, um, and a friend of mine. I was talking. I mean, this one dude had been talking uh, after we had done we had done a musical together, and like me and him got along great, and I knew his girlfriend. She was great too. Yeah. Um, she was like, she was doing her own. Like she was still in high school. Me and him were both like obviously graduated. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was going to do a show, but he couldn't go out and uh, go see it because he had to work. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, listen, dude, just send me a picture uh, like of your head. I'll get like a cardboard cutout of your head and like, a stick and just have you be there. And, like, like that. Um, and I, I, no, don't tell me you did it. You... Oh, no, it gets worse. Oh, my God. Um, How? And, and then I, I was telling my friend Robert about it. Yeah. Um. And then we were like, we were talking, and then so we're just like, no, we're gonna make this a lot worse. So I messaged my friend again, it's like, actually, scratch that. Send me a full body picture, and we'll do a full body cutout of, of this man. No, this man is taller than me. He's like 6'3. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so he sends a picture as best he can. Um, and. Oh, my God. We, we, no. like, we, we take this to a printing place, get a whole full, like, Full form of him, like, and then we worked. I worked at an errands, so I had plenty of cardboard. So I stuck it on a cardboard. I thought about cutting it off, like, but no, we just kept the scene. Um, and like, so we stuck it. So we sat, we sat in the back and made sure that like, he was behind the chairs because there was a wall there. Sat in there, like, we just like just sat there, watched the whole show with this cardboard cutout of, of her. And so the show was The Wizard of Oz, and she was Dorothy. Yeah. And so, well, she was Dorothy. She was on the stage the majority of the time. We just sat there and watched this whole show. Like, and the person who played the scarecrow noticed before she did. Like, she didn't notice till the end of the show until, like, when I stuck him, like, the cardboard cut out in the air. She's like, hey, what's up? It, what made it, what, so what made it even better is his dad was there, and that was my first time meeting him. Along with like a few of her relatives, and like it, it was Why? a full body, a full body cut. Like, oh my god! I showed this man a picture of it because I have it. <laughs> One of the greatest things I've ever done. Oh my gosh! Mm. <laughs> so. The head was far enough. I was thinking, okay, why did you do the head? And then you're like, no, full body. I'm like, shit, where did you get that done? <laughs> uh, I forget what it was called. Man. Um, but yeah, no, it was great. Um, so that, that was the gift that came, I uh, kept on giving. 
my god right that, that was near christmas time too that was oh i mean that was in november, was so in november. close enough yeah wow like that just seemed very coincidental right so so back okay back to the actual topic at hand where i said we were going to talk about uh comic book storylines that involved christmas so i have a list here it's 15 christmas like holiday based well it was mainly christmas um i comic book runs in comics i'm just gonna read a few of them off for the time that we have left and just like kind of just like hey what's going on let's see what's happening um and so we're gonna start with this first one that's called the santa contract okay wait wait dc you are correct i don't know it just sounded really sinister mm. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh in Hitman, issue number 22, okay. by Garth Ennis, John, I'm going to, by the authors, We're sorry. Like writers, yeah, um, a worker at a Gotham City nuclear power plant was tragically knocked into a vat of radioactive material of course. by a drunken Santa Claus at the office Christmas party. Instead of dying, the chemicals gave him superpowers. He briefly considered becoming a superhero, but upon realizing his powers are more supervillain-like, instead... Um, he can burn people alive with his radioactive hands. Uh, he decided to embrace villainy. He took the office Santa Claus costume and traveled to the mall to ruin Christmas. Okay, first of all, I want to become a superhero. So do people purely base off base what they're going to do off of, like, their powers? Because that's one of the things off of My Hero Academia, too. We were just kind of like, oh, this guy has the power of a villain. Like, we don't like him because of that. Yeah, it's possible. So I see uh, Tommy... Monaghan and his friend now were hired by the owner of the plant who of course was drawn just like Montgomery Burns from The Simpson to kill the villain. They did so but not before he had already killed a dozen or so people. It's a bleak story by Ennis especially since the whole thing was written as if uh, as if it were a Dr. Seuss story. Uh. So, uh, that destroys <laughs> everything about it. Oh my gosh, I cannot. Uh, oh, I, I have a whole thing to tell you after this episode now because this was brought up, but my God. So, so a man is knocked into a, a vat of radioactive material yes. by, a, by a drunken Santa Claus. He gets powers. He takes the Santa Claus costume and then goes to a mall dressed as Santa to just like kill a bunch of people. And then a hitman were hired to kill him. First of all, I have a question. You're like, this man went up there. Okay, when I know when you kill somebody, there's something, there's a part of you that's lost. And his, I wonder if his first reaction was like, oh my god, I just killed somebody. Or was it just like, I killed somebody. I don't know. It's like, honestly. Uh, I mean, uh, and you uh, killed 12 people? I mean. Or is it death trap? So, like, eh, who knows? Ooh, this, ooh, this, so this next one is called Merry Frickin' Christmas. That's uh, also DC. Uh, no, the way this looks, this is Marvel. Okay, wow. Okay. Uh, in in two in the two thousand eight Mar- Marvel Holiday Special, Fred Fred Van Lenty and Sanford Green delivered a delightfully delightfully bizarre story where Deadpool infiltrated oh, yeah. Santa Claus's workshop at the North Pole. Why? He was there to gain access to Santa Claus's top secret naughty or nice list. However, Santa Claus interrupted Deadpool before he could complete his mission, and the two soon began to fight each other. Things were interrupted when the 
when the abominable snowman burst into the workshop and Deadpool saves Santa Claus's life by impaling the snowman with a giant sharpened candy cane. When they took a breather, Santa inquired as to why Deadpool was there, and it turns out that Poole had been hired by an evil... Mr. Poole. Yeah. That Deadpool had been hired by an evil billionaire to erase his name from Santa's naughty list. Santa, however, outbid the bad guy by giving Deadpool the the Pez dispenser he had always wanted, leading the issue to end with Deadpool climbing down the bad guy's chimney and dispensing some lead justice. <laughs> okay, wait, is this an article? <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, whoever wrote that deserves everything. <laughs> deserves, that writer deserves everything. No, just <laughs> that final line. <laughs> Dispense some lead justice. Oh, God. I'm like, <laughs> I say that to people it's like do you really want me to dispense some lead justice <laughs> it's, it's like honestly whoa, and what his dispenser too was my thing was it of him I don't know like, I don't know <laughs> no it's probably a Wolverine that would make more sense actually <laughs> or Spider-Man yeah I mean aren't their best friend no okay so this next one is very interesting Merry Christmas Justice League now die that sounds okay fine uh mark wade's final issue of his two short run on justice league america was a christmas story for issue number 60 with art by cliff rathberth and paul neary the story opened with plastic man visiting his friend woozy woozy's sister and her son the boy was being put down to sleep so plastic man told him a story of how Santa Claus became a member of the Justice League. According to Plastic Man's story, the the villain Neron came up with a plot where he could, he would give kids presents the day before Christmas and that all of his presents would have a dangerous twist to them. The Justice League tried to take him down, but Neron's magical powers were too much for them, so he ended up transferring them all transforming them all into coal. However, Santa Claus ended up saving the day by arriving with a present for Neron, socks and underwear. The awful present, <laughs> the awful present distracted Neron enough for Santa to defeat him and save the league. They then made him a member of the team. Woozy's nephew didn't buy it until, shockingly enough, Santa Claus flew in by window in a jetpack. As it turns out, it was just Martin. Sh- it was just Martian Manhunter helping out, but still awesome. Martian Manhunter turned into Santa Claus. <laughs> I mean, Martian Manhunter can turn into anything. Well, yeah, but I mean... Okay. <laughs> How do you know Santa Claus? I mean, I guess he has oh, been okay. for long enough, but still. Okay, so the, uh, the last Christmas, the, the, the picture, because it shows the picture, is literally Santa holding a Glock. Oh, uh, okay. Um, Why? Before they took the comic book world by storm with their run on Deadpool, Gary Dugan and Brian... I'm not going to try to pronounce that last name. Yeah. First showed off <laughs> We're their, sorry. Yeah, first showed off their writing chops on an image on the Imagine Comic miniseries The Last Christmas in 2006. The miniseries was drawn by future star writer Rick Remender with inks by Hilary Barta. It tells the story of Santa Claus losing his wife and thus deciding to pull back from society in the wake of an apocalyptic event. 
years pass and humanity has been re reduced to puny numbers because most of the people on Earth are now zombies. Santa Claus, who is powered by people's belief in him, has almost reached the point where he, ca he can end his life. But one little boy refuses to stop believing in him. Santa decides that he finds that little boy and ends this so that he can finally die. However, once Santa is pulled back into society, he finds his Christmas spirit and determined that he has to wipe out the zombie horde. So Santa and his elves go zombie hunting. <laughs> okay, that one... That's a show. It's a show? It's a show. You have to show me this. Like, no, no, no. I mean, I'm not saying it's a show. I'm saying it, that's that's another show. <laughs> like, that's another one that'd be well, fucking we, we freaking awesome. Oh. Uh, <laughs> okay, so no, okay, no, this Santa Claus. This seems like Zombie a... Hunter. This is even like a fever dream in the like episode of The Walking Dead around Christmas time. Does it really? Does it not? Yeah, I mean it kind of does, but still, they just like wake up like, "What is that a dream about Santa Claus?" Um, I think I don't know, but imagine okay, but but imagine just imagine for a second. It's like, and that's so. Those are people who went to Marvel eventually. I guess yeah. Um. Uh, uh, next one is called Jingle Bombs. Jingle Bombs. Yep. I, okay. I feel like this is copyrighted before Aquaman started singing it in projectile. Yeah, you're right. No, actually, this is Marvel. Is it Marvel? Yep. As an interesting thing about the Marvel age of comics that you might not have noticed is that Stan Lee was not a fan of doing holiday stories. Well, actually, there there are almost no Christmas celebrations in Marvel's superhero lines of comics during the 1960s. It is not until the 1970s that a Christmas comic began to appear with a little more frequent, a little more frequency in the couple of the books. Most notably, the very first issue of Marvel Team Up. However, just because Christmas comics were beginning to appear doesn't mean that Marvel was getting sentimental. In Jingle Bombs from Luke Cage, Hero for Hire, number seven by Steve Englehart, George Tuska, and Billy Graham, Luke Cage encountered three strange Billy men... <laughs> I didn't know he wrote comics. Anyway. <laughs> uh, Luke Cage encountered three strange men in an early 1970s send-off of Charles Dickens' The Christmas Carol, with one seemingly from the past, one from the present, and one from the future, all whom were sure that society needed to be destroyed. Luke Cage passed the test of each one, but after it was revealed that all three of... All three men were really one insane guy. The villain decided he was still going to nuke New York City. In the end, though, he was distracted by someone coming down the chimney, allowing Luke Cage to knock him out and save the day. Was it really Santa Claus? Nope. It was a burglar trying to rob the apartment. That's a twist. <laughs> I'd imagine that he distributed justice to that guy, too, right? Mm -hmm. Dispensed justice to that guy, huh? I guess. Though it wasn't lead. <laughs> uh... Ambush Bug Stocking Stuffer. That's also Marvel. This is DC. Is it DC? Is Ambush Bug? I, I don't know what Ambush Bug is. So after appearing as a villain in a couple of Superman stories in the in DC Comic Presents and Action Comics, DC Comics turned Ambush Bug into a superhero and gave him his own miniseries by Keith Griffin, Robert Lauren Fleming, and a Bob not pronouncing your last name. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, that good. Yeah, that mostly just made uh, that mi mostly just made fun of the DC universe. He also gained his own sidekick, 
Cheeks the Toy Wonder, who, of course, was just a doll. Cheeks later died and was brought back to life <laughs> as a zombie. Cheeks is a toy doll who is sentient. I'm a real boy, says Pinocchio. Wow, you just destroyed all my dreams right there. <laughs> Again, wait until the end of this episode. I will destroy it even more. <laughs> um, however, after Griffith and Fleming tried to end the story with Cheeks being a zombie, they were accosted by Julie Schwartz, the editor of the book, who insisted that they find the, they finish the story and use up all the pages they were hired to use. Then Johnny DC, who was in charge of DC of DC continuity, showed up to get rid of the zombie toys as they had no part no part in the modern modern series the modern serious DC universe. She then f- forced Ambush Buck to Bug to take part in a linear non-metafictional comic book story. When that when done, Griffith and Fleming had burned Ambush Ambush Bug's home down just to mess with him. Don't feel bad though, as everything ended up happily because Santa reunited him with his partner by accidentally dropping a brand new Cheeks doll to, at Ambush Bug's feet. Okay, my thing. So this is about a writer. A couple of writers. A couple of writers who are okay. So it was written by writers writing about writers writing about comics. Nope. Okay. Well, okay. So this article is written by is written by somebody talking about the writers of a storyline. Yeah. Where the storyline made fun in front of them. Comics, but yeah. it had to be more serious because of DC. Wow. Yeah. Uh, of course they did. Of course it's DC. If Marvel did it, it would. I know what. We're not going to get into that. Okay, so next one is called Present Tense. Christmas? I mean, yeah, I'm guessing. Okay, fine. (laughs) Uh, When the the Ty Templeton short story Present Tense opened up in 1997's DC Holiday Bash 2, it showed the dangerous world of Apocalypse with its guard up. Oh, I know this one. Uh, I I don't even have to read all of this, but I'm going to. Um, their efforts were to no avail, however, for their defense's perimeter had been breached. A foot soldier reported this news to the mighty dark side, ruler of Apocalypse, and was only through the desperate great mercy that the soldier was, me- was merely burned alive rather than being outright atomized. Um, another soldier told Darkseid that not only had the perimeter been breached, but there was a target now. There were- also, their target was now in the room with them. Who is a mysterious target? Target? Why? None other than Santa Claus himself. Of course. <clears throat> Hilariously enough, Santa Claus determined that he had to visit every everyone on his naughty or nice list, even if that meant flying, fighting through missiles and lasers and force fields. Good old, good old Saint Nick then promptly checked his list and saw that, yep, the evil dark side was in fact naughty this year. He then gave him his coal and got the heck out of there. A hilarious... Like, this is a continual story. He does it every year. Santa goes to Apocalypse just to give Darkseid a lump of coal. It is the best fucking thing I've ever heard for DC. Just going over and over again to Apocalypse like, well, once a year. And like so like he tries to amp up his defenses to knock this man off his reindeer or whatever out of the sky. But this man is like, nope, here's your lump of coal. Bye. That's like that should be like the Christmas commercials. Like that should be a, a like a special series, not a special series, but like just a one-time animation every year. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is it is 
pure gold. I love it. I, I knew about that. I forgot it, and that just reminded me. Oh, it no. is utterly amazing. Like, yeah, like that. That's just too hysterical. Like, <laughs> Dark Side's all powerful and such. Like, he fights for the Justice League constantly, and like, it's pretty toe to toe. He can't handle one man in a sleigh. So I wonder, if, like, if they did that, like, if they were like, oh, Santa Claus needs to get through the defenses. How do you? It's like. Uh, let me show you. He comes in like a like red and green rainbow like like Christmas like Rambo looking style. Like instead instead of like guns, he has just like candy canes. It's like ho ho ho, and then he just throws a lump of, like and then tosses a lump of coal and just look away like where the fuck you go? <laughs> what? I see where Batman learns it from. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so th- th- those are some uh, Christmas storylines. Some of them, uh, both really good ones from like with the Dark Side one from DC, but then the Deadpool one that I said from yeah, because like, <laughs> like, like, how does how does Santa Claus have that much money to outbid a billionaire? Or was it just for the because of the pets dispenser? I think it was because it was this pets dispenser. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know how rich Santa Claus would be. I mean, the man literally buys his own materials. Like, he lives tax-free. <laughs> Mostly right on. You know, he exists. Oh, yeah. 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 Christmas, a wonderful time. A lot of great laughs. A lot of great stories. Uh, next year, maybe, basically, we'll talk about some great stories because I talked way too much. Yeah. Uh, but like, that being said, I mean, we, I really, f- from here at Comic Corner, we do really hope that your holiday season is a great one. That you enjoy it with loved ones, family members, friends, whether that be. And if you cannot do that, I'm really sorry. We do, we do hope you find some way of uh, enjoying the season. Enjoying it some way. Um, with that being said, Comic Corner is brought to you by Gateway Pro Productions. If you like listening to us, you can follow us on Facebook, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts. Are we in? I don't know. You said we're on Amazon Music too. You said any Amazon already? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I believe it's all. Uh, with the change to our new studio, my cheat sheet of our outro has been um, misplaced. Misplaced. So, but uh, uh, you you follow more than uh, the Geek Tips Adventures on Instagram at nerd underscore cc, and don't be afraid to listen to our other podcasts like Away Seven, The Joe Show, and The Armors Block. Uh, you can find more information of those at Gateway Pro Productions on Facebook. That being said, I'm your host Marcus, and I'm Mason. Have a jolly day. <laughs>